Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the Workday Charity uh, Classic on DraftKings. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, uh, daily fantasy sports sites, esports, including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and uh, Counter-Strike CSGO. Also, again, just want to say thank you guys for all support. We're at 3.43 thousand subscribers. Um, if you guys enjoy this content on YouTube, if you could leave a like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell. Those things do really help me out again to continue to put out free content for you guys every single day. And right now, there is a lot of con content coming out for you guys. We have, again, this PGA video right here. I'm going to have a CSGO video up right after this, as well as a TBT, the basketball tournament uh, breakdown for the two-game slate. And then we have Call of Duty upcoming this weekend. So right now, I'm cranking out about two, three videos maybe in four a day. So a lot of free content. Again, um, if you enjoy it, you know, that's, you know, all I can ask you if you take two seconds Saturday, do those things on YouTube. If you listen to us, Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating and a review would also be greatly appreciated. Um, but yeah, without the way, let's jump into the video. So really, really excited to be talking about some uh, some golf here. Once again, another millionaire maker here for, uh, for the PGA. So, um, yeah, let's... Um, Let's first look back at my lineup here from last weekend, the Rocket Mortgage Classic. So last weekend, it went really well for me. Um, you know, I mentioned I liked more of the Stars and Scrubs build because I really wanted to get Bryson. I knew he was going to be high-owned, but I, I actually thought he would be higher-owned than he was. This is in a $100 tournament. He was only 32% owned. Now, sure... That is really high for a golfer, but I just felt I thought he was going to be maybe in the 40, 45, pushing 50% um, because of how well he's been playing. Obviously, the course suited him really well. Um, ended up winning it. So that's it. Now, three straight weeks I've had the winner uh, in my lineup. Now, sure, right? Webb Simpson, Dustin Johnson, Bryson were all somewhat chalky. So I don't want to toot my horn too much, but still, three winners uh, in the last three weeks is uh, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> Um, and then the rest of my lineup here were, were all guys I mentioned. Tony Finau, liked him a lot. He was a thumbnail to my video. He's a little bit more up and down here. That great Saturday moving day, and then kind of a letdown day on Sunday, which is a little bit disappointing. Varner, Lanto Griffin, Cameron Tringale were all value plays I mentioned. I mentioned obviously, you know, I liked all three of those guys. They were three of my favorite value plays. And someone actually asked me on Twitter who were uh, who were some nice value plays that popped off. Uh, I mentioned Varner, Lanto, Tringale. So. You guys play those three guys for value. You probably had a really good weekend. Now, Brian Harmon was my fill-in guy. He was the last guy in. Of course, he's the guy that misses the cut, right? I wasn't super confident, but again, he was the, he was the last one in. I, I felt pretty good about my core five and just needed a, a last guy. And unfortunately, he missed the cut, but still ended up um, having a really, really good day. Uh, I entered actually a few double-ups, won those, uh, won the $100 tournament as well. So, cannot complain um, hope you guys all had a good weekend as well. Um, also, just tweeted out my um, cheat sheet for uh, for this weekend. So if you guys are interested in that, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's in the description below, DK underscore underscore DFS, where I give all these stats, uh, which we will now go to. Uh, let's go over there right now. So um, I'm on the right side of the screen because I'm going to switch over to the spreadsheet I made. Um, let's see. Did that switch? Might not have. Hold on. There we go. Okay, let me make this bigger. 
make sure it looks good for you guys. Okay, that, that looks pretty good. All right, so we have a really, really interesting uh, situation here because this tournament, players will be playing uh, on this course back-to-back -back weeks. Um, I guess they're making it slightly different. Like They're making a couple of par fives a little bit longer, but it's the same course. So um, a little bit strange and definitely something to note for next weekend, see how players do on this course, obviously. But um, a, a couple things to note are... Um, this is one of the, you know, a, a tougher golf course, right? I think the, the cut lines in previous years have been like plus one, plus two, even par. So we're not going to see, you know, minus 23, most likely like we did from Bryson um, this week. Also, another thing to note are they have very, very small greens. So, um, you know, a stat I want to focus on a little bit here is strokes gained around the green. Um, I think that, that's a pretty... Uh, a pretty key measure here. Again, I have my strokes gained rankings. And then T to green is always in play for me. I think it's always one of the most important ones. And then approach as well. Those are the three I, I want to focus on the most. Also included off the tee putting and driving distance in there if you guys want to look at those. And then again, um, we have the course history from you know the last three years, 2019, 2018, 2017. Their average uh, points per game on DraftKings. The Vegas odds, uh, 1,100 is you know plus 1,100. Uh, to win, so obviously you know Justin Thomas is the favorite right now, and that included the salary in there as long as uh, as well as obviously the players' uh, names. So um, let's start with the top guys, I guess. So this is, uh, I guess, a little bit different than last week. Again, last week I really wanted to jam in uh, Bryson in there, so I want a little bit more of the stars and scrubs build, I guess. Uh, the top guys. I think they're all in play, but I don't know if one really stands out, kind of like Bryson did last week, right? So I don't think like any of these guys in the 10 to 11K range is going to be super popular. So you have JT at 11-1, John Rahm at 10-9, Patrick Cantley at 10-6, Brooks Kepka at 10-4, Xander at 10-2, and Hideki at 10K flat. Um, of those of those main guys, who am I looking to the most? I think it's going to be Xander Shoffley. Um He's been really consistent. Um, he basically makes every cut. Um, he finished 14th here last year. Um, you know, plus 1800 to win, 18 to one odds. That's not bad. He's obviously got really good strokes gain total approach, tee to green numbers, uh, decent around the green. Not not great, but not terrible. Um, I, I just, you know, for his recent play, his consistency, you're getting him at a slight discount off of Rom Thomas. I think of those main, what, six guys, I think Xander is probably my preferred play here. Um, and then I also do like Patrick Cantley at 10.6K. Um, he finished fourth in 2018, 35th uh, in 2017th. Uh, again, great uh, approach game, tee to green, decent around the green. Um, also another guy that's been in really good form and very, very consistent, seems to always make the cuts. So, those would probably be my preferred place if you're going to make me pick of uh, the the top guys. Now, JT, sure, a little bit, a little bit up and up and down. Same with John Rahm of recent play, right? Uh, but those guys obviously have enormous upside when they're playing well. Both, I think, are still in play. Uh, but I think again, the two guys I look to the most are Cantley and Xander. Brooks Kepa is Brooks Kepka is probably a fade for me. You know, I liked him a few weeks ago when he was in the mid 8K range. Now he's up to 10.4. Recent form hasn't been the best, so I'll probably pass there. Uh, Hideki let me down a couple weekends ago. Had a nice bounce back 
weekend last weekend. I think he's also someone that's viable. A really good tee to green, even around the green play. He's just terrible putting. Uh, but if he can just get, have a decent weekend putting, obviously Hideki can, can easily win this one. So I think it would probably be Xander 1, Cantley 2, Hideki 3 for me of those top guys. Now let's move down to the 9K range. So Justin Rose at 97 you know, does have some good course history here, right? 13th last year, 6th in 2018. He's been a little bit shaky this year, though. Only made the cut five of nine times. Um, not been in the best form. The price does look pretty appealing for a guy that we know is a really good golfer. But I'm not overly excited about it right now. Uh, Victor Hovland is a guy that the price is coming way up on him, but it's for good reason. Young guy, he's been playing really, really good golf. Um, has some good numbers for this course, too. Besides really around the green, he kind of struggles and putting the ball. Uh, but, again, great approach game, great tee to green, great off the tee. So, and he's been play, he's been in really, really good form. Been contending almost every single weekend. So, sure, the price is way up in Victor Hoblin, but I think it's for good reason. He's been playing really good golf. So, He's someone I, I still have interest in. I think that price tag will scare people away, but I still like Victor. Colin Morikawa finally missed the cut after the like, second longest streak uh, of uh, made cuts. Um, I'm not super, super worried about it. He's someone that uh, I think is interesting here again. Good, uh, good approach, good tee to green. Not the best around the green, uh, but it's been very consistent besides that. What was it two weekends ago when he missed the cut? 9.2K seems like a decent price for him. Now, a guy like Ricky Fowler does pique my interest here. He was someone I didn't have a whole lot of interest in last weekend because he's, he'd been really struggling, but had a nice performance um, last weekend. He did. Uh, I forget what, what place he finished, but he was up there. Uh, I think you know top 20, top 15. Again, I forget exactly where he finished, but um, he's a guy that uh, does have good course history here. 14th, 8th, and 2nd. Um, again, played well last week. And the price looks pretty decent, 9K. So maybe some people will will still avoid him because of recent play besides, you know, obviously last weekend. But I think Ricky Fowler is someone that, that does look pretty good uh, this week. Sanjay M, another guy for his price, I, I think looks decent. Um, you know, good overall numbers. He was someone that seemed to always be in the high 9K range, not 8.9K. Um, you know, he's... Not been in, I guess, the best form, right? He's kind of made the cup but not been great the last couple weekends. Uh, but, you know, the price tag does look look pretty good on him. So another guy in the in the high 8K range that I have some interest in. Let's see, Patrick Reed's probably a pass for me. Mark Leishman, another guy I think looks okay, right? Number one in strokes gained approach. Um, 26th overall, 19th in tee to green. Kind of struggles around the green in putting. Uh, so that short game, you know, does kind of hinder him. But... 8.7K, another golfer that golfer that is pretty consistent, seems to always make the cuts. Um, 40 to 1 odds to win is not bad. I have a little bit of interest there. Jordan Spieth is, he just feels like someone that is always boom or bust. Uh, and he's a very, if you play DFS golf a lot, he's someone that is very, it seems hated around the industry. Not a lot of people like Jordan Spieth. I don't mind him. Um, he is, again, he, he's been very up and down. The last few years, he's really been struggling, but recently he's been okay. Right, the last few few tournaments, he's made the cut. I think the last three tournaments, um, he finished seventh here last year, thirteenth in twenty seventeen. Um, again, his numbers aren't the best because of his struggles overall. I guess the last year or so, but 
in if we're just looking at the really recent form, right? The last three weeks he has made the cut, uh, contended. What was it three 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 weekends ago? Um, so I think he's someone that's strictly a GPP play for me. Uh, but you know when he's clicking, right? When his game is going well, he's someone that can definitely win this tournament, right? So more of a just a GPP play there. Uh, don't mind Matt Kuchar, 8.5K looks decent. He seems to always be a, a consistent golfer. Um, you know, struggles driving the ball, but other than that, it's pretty good, uh, you know, short game, right? Putting is ninth. Uh, Gary Woodland's a guy that, uh, like Doc Redman I mentioned last week, who I liked but didn't make my final lineup. I think Gary Woodland's going to be very popular this week. But, again, I, I think it's kind of for good reason. 8.3K seems 500 maybe $1,000 too cheap. So, I do like really like Gary Woodland. I know he missed the cut last uh, the last tournament. Not super worried about that. Uh, I, I just think this this course fits his game well. He's got good approach numbers, good tee to green. Not the best around the green, but is a decent putter too. So um, at, at that price point, I think he's someone that really stands out as like a good cash game play at his price. So I do really like Gary Woodland, uh, but I think he will be pretty popular this weekend. Matthew Wolf. Um, like most people, is probably a fade for me. I mean, that price is hiked up too much. He's, what, 6.8K. Now, I did actually mention him as a, as a uh, potential cheap uh, GPP play last weekend because, you know, I said, you know, when he's playing well, he has the upside to play really well. But now at 8.1K, it's just a stay away. I think basically everyone's going to have the same agreement as me if stay away from him. So you'll probably, if you play him, you'll probably get him at 1% owned. And again, he did play really well last weekend, but most likely, uh, or I know for sure I, I am not going to go there at that price point. Let's see. Uh, let's scroll down a little bit. A, a guy like Benny On does pique my interest here at 7.9K. Um, he's someone that always seems to be a little bit over-owned. People in the DFS community just really like playing this guy. But good course history, 17th, 2nd, and 25th uh, the last three years. Um, you know, His stroke scene total number is not the best. He really, really struggles putting the ball. Uh, again, kind of like Hideki Matsuyama, but if you can just have a decent weekend putting, you could see a, a really good outing here from Benny on, who um, at 7.9K, I think looks looks pretty good there. Phil Mickelson, Phil Mickelson just because of the big name, will always garner a little bit of ownership, but I'll be staying away there. Scotty Scheffler's been very up and down. He was uh, terrible last weekend. He had a terrible, I think it was a day one, where it was like seven over. I think he was last place. Day two, he had a better day. Um, 7.8K, again, I think that is, you know, the ownership is going to drop in him because he let a lot of people down. But he did have, I forget which day it was. I think it was day one, the bad day, day two, the really good day. But, you know, whichever day it was when he looked good, he looked really good. So, you know, the price dropped a little bit on him. I think he's someone that is in play for GPPs. Now, Joel Damon is... He's up there as one of my favorite value plays for this weekend. I really like him at 7.7K. I just think he's someone that is going a little bit overlooked uh, in this tournament. Don't see a whole lot of people talk about him. Uh, good strokes gain total, approach, tee to green numbers. Um, you know, a pretty fair price at 7.7K. He's been in really good form, too, since, you know, obviously returning from uh, the coronavirus. So, I do like Joel Damon, and I like him a good amount. He's definitely one of my favorite value plays uh, at that price. Let's see. Uh, Harold Varner, again, I've been kind of riding the Harold Varner uh, train. I've played him the last few weekends. I think I'm going to go back to Lowell once again here. He's just been in really, really good form. The price doesn't seem to be moving on him. 
Uh, all the numbers look pretty good for him as, as far as approach. T to green is even decent around the green. Good uh, total, you know, strokes gain total twenty third. Not the best putter, but you know, seven again. Recent form and his price not really moving. I do like Harold Varner again here uh, at seven point five k. Uh, Ian Poulter at seven point five k. Another another guy I think looks decent. Um, I think, you know, Varner will probably garner a little bit more ownership at the same price. So maybe if you want to get a little bit different, you could go Poulter. He's another guy at 7.5K that I do kind of like. Let's see. All right, let's scroll down a little bit more here. Uh, Lanto Griffin's another guy I've been on the last few weeks. Uh, the price is going up on him, though. He was in the what, mid-6K range, high-6K range. Now he's 7.4K. I still think he's in play because of, you know, recent form. Um, he's decent numbers too for this course, but not like overly excited, right? I would probably rather get to Varner or Ian Poulter for an extra $100. Uh, not saying Lanto's out of play. I just think I like players around his price a little bit more. Let's see. Cameron Tringale, another guy I played last weekend. Another guy I'll probably play again this weekend. I like him a good amount at 7.3K. Um, looked pretty good. What was he? Uh, 12 under, uh, top 20 performance for him. Um, you know, the numbers look pretty good for him as well. Strokes chain total around the green, um, T to green approach. He's someone that I really like at 7.3K. I mean, him, Varner, once again, are two of my favorite value plays. The prices don't seem to be moving, don't seem to be moving too much on those guys. So I do like Tringale a good amount. Uh, Griot's a guy I've mentioned the last couple of slates. He's a little bit more risky because he's a terrible, uh, putter, terrible short game, but, uh, he has made the cut the last couple weekends, so sure, he's been in okay form, right? And he's got good course history here. Made the cut the last three years, 9th, 23rd, and 40th. Um, Max Homa's another value guy I kind of like at 7.1K. Um, you know, 125 to odds to one, 125 to 1 uh, to win. Uh, finished 37th here last year. Uh, got, got decent strokes gain numbers for this course. So, you know... Another guy that in this low 7K range I do have interest in, Luke List, played pretty well last weekend. I think he was top 20, top 30, um, 7K. Sure, he's cut, got cut here two of the last three years, but I think he's someone that you can at least consider. And now we're getting to below the 7K range. This is where you're not going to really feel great about anyone. Um, all you really want here is a made cut from any of these guys. I'll mention a few, but personally... I don't know if I'm going to get down below the 7K range. Um, but, yeah, again, I'll mention a few guys. Tom Hodge at 6.9 I think looks okay. Right? Gets, got, has pretty good strokes gain numbers for this course. 13th overall in, in 2018. 6.9K looks like a decent price point for him. Let's see. Um, other options here. Again, I really don't have... Anyone I'm like super confident about in this range, you know, a guy like Hudson Swafford looks okay at 6.6. Um, trying to think of this. Carlos Ortiz has, has been in okay form. Um, 6.4K, I think he's someone you can consider if you're going more of that boom or bust approach. But. Yeah, I think that really wraps it up here. Um, sorry, that's a 
off. Wraps up here for this video. Um, so yeah, like I said, guys, if you want uh, access to this cheat sheet that I made, all you have to do is follow me on Twitter. I just tweeted it out. It's DK underscore underscore DFS. It's in the uh, description below. Um, but yeah, so again, for roster construction purposes, what am I liking? Well, I think I like a little bit more of the balance approach. Um, there's a lot of guys in that you know eight k range, a couple in the nine k range. I have interest. You know, I, I kind of like Xander at ten point two. Patrick Cantley looks pretty good at ten point six k. You know, if I was going to get all the way up there, but there's a lot of plays I mentioned in that seven k range that I have a good amount of interest in. Um, so that's probably where I'll be going. Again, more the balance approach. Maybe someone in the ten k range. Maybe one guy right, but. Um, that's kind of where I'm leaning right now. So I think that's going to do it for today's video, guys. If you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you could like this video. Subscribe if you haven't already and hit that notification bell. If you're listening to us, Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating and review would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, again, guys, if you're interested in CSGO, TBT content, that'll be up after this, so be on the lookout for that. Um, thanks again, guys. Hope you guys all have a good day, and I will see you all in the next video.